Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 134 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-hosts, Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. If you need a tank, a hoodie, a long sleeve, or a t-shirt, send us a message. We are currently working on our website so that you don't have to do that anymore, and you can go on there and purchase it for yourself. Oh, man. What a wrap-up to the NFL season, Pauls. I know you were having your way on Sunday night. No, I mean, honestly, it was normal to me. It was regular? I've read that book a million times. It's the only book I've read. <laughs> I've read it for a long time. I knew what to expect. That's why when I picked the Lions. You did. You yeah. did, and good call on that. I, I, it, no, it wasn't. It was, it, was, it was an easy call. It's a good call, man. It was an easy call. Jared got in, in 16, I trust. We'll, we'll talk about them on this show. But looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm going to see if it's a uh, choo choo. I want to see if you're on, on the train. You'll find out. I will. I will. All right. Let's start off the show, guys. Eagles beat Giants and clinch the one seed. What you got? Oh, I was waiting for the psychotic and iconic. Yeah. My bad. Now, now you're That's ready to go. Shit. My That's bad. like the cue to go. That's like the cue to just start going crazy, man. All right. Uh, also remind the uh, the audience that we're live on Instagram for the first time. Are there. we live on Instagram? Because yeah. I can't find it. Is it not right there in the in the top? It no, should, it should be. Mm-mm. No, we're not live on Instagram. What the fuck! I tested it and should be up there. Eh, if it's not, we'll do it. Next it's okay. Time. All it's right, okay. we'll figure it. Yeah, out. we'll figure it out. Um, are the Eagles? So the Eagles beat the Giants. Uh, clinch the one seed. Clinch the one seed. Are they the team to beat? Yes, they have to be. If you're home, everything runs through Philly. You don't got to travel. It's cold as fuck. You got the crowd rocking. The fans are insane. Um, they are the team to beat. I am very concerned about them, though. Um, I didn't like their performance. It could be due to they don't want to put too much on tape, but they just look like they were out of sync a little bit, uh, especially A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts. They look like they were kind of offbeat. Um, so I am worried about them, but they are the team to beat. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not worried about them at all, to be honest. Uh, they did what they had to do. Uh, Minshew played against the Saints and the Cowboys, almost won the Cowboys game, got waxed in the Saints game. And then Jalen Hurts came back, the MVP, may I add, the MVP. And you saw why. And then they won that game, and now they could heal up and get ready for the divisional round. You have no concerns. No, I would have any concerns. Uh, I didn't like their performance. I have 14 games of evidence that we could run through anybody. But you also have three straight games where it was kind of middle of the pack. Well, two of them, we didn't have our, we didn't have the MVP. I understand, but your team's got to rally behind that. Yeah, I mean, look, I get that. But look I, at I, San Francisco; they lost two quarterbacks. 
Yeah. They're still they're still rocking and rolling. I understand that, but they're they're both of their quarterbacks that they lost weren't the MVP. I, I get that, but you lost to the Saints. The Saints were not a good team. We talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, they won seven games, surprisingly. They, yeah. I mean, look, I think they're decent, but you think they're you know, yes. Yeah. Look, honest to God, they 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 outperformed what I thought. Truthfully, to win seven games, I actually thought was pretty impressive because I think Dennis I don't think Dennis Allen was anything special. And but it's funny because Andy Dalton, I mean wasn't that bad no but they need a franchise quarterback that's yes that's they the do period in the story yeah um but yeah no I, I don't i didn't like what i love uh what i saw from the eagles last game um kind of gave me some weird vibes that they're they might have hit their peak during the season and that concerns me but the home aspect in the playoffs is everything I, the atmosphere is going to be rocking it's going to be tough to play there. Yeah, I'm the same way. That's why I'm not too concerned about it because all those teams, they have to come to Philly. It's going to be freezing cold. They're going to be amped up. And, you know, the, Philly's a hard place to play in when it's not like that. And they're going to be juiced. They're going to be ready to go. And everybody's counting them out now. Everybody's got them dropping in standings and saying that they're not the best team in the NFC and that, you know, the 49ers are better or the Cowboys would be better. They can lose in the divisional round. I mean, they can lose. They're not going to. But they have the one seed. It runs through Philly, and they got two weeks off, a week off now to get themselves right. And I think Lane Johnson comes back in the divisional round. Understood. I, I the Niners, the to say they're the best team in the NFC, I'm not mad about. They've oh, been playing I, excellent ball, and they're and they're they're riding high into the playoffs. Yeah, and look, that is good. You want to go into the playoffs with momentum. I'm Absolutely, not say and that. that's what scares you me do. about the Eagles. They have yeah. none. Yeah, but here's the thing: they can fall back on the first 14 weeks. The, like those weeks did happen. I'm not. The, like Jalen Hurts took two weeks off because he was injured. He came back and he won. It wasn't anything, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, it's a win's a win. It yeah. doesn't matter winning by 30 or winning by 10. A win's a win. What was it, 22 16? Yeah, 22 16. Yeah. I mean, he threw that one bomb to AJ Brown. That was fine. To be fair, Hurts, Hurts was not looking to get hit. Yeah, you, of you course. could tell. The I game mean, plan was vanilla. It was get in there, win, and get out of here unscathed. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. All you had, you did your job. That's all you had to do. I agree. But the playoffs are such a different animal. You got to ramp it up and you have a week off. Okay. Maybe the week off is going to be beneficial for them because they haven't really been playing their best. But what I'll say is the week off gets them a little bit healthier. They're home. They don't have to travel and they'll probably play a team in Dallas and or, or Tampa. Right. Uh, well, think? unless Depending the C- unless on... the Seahawks or the Giants win. Yeah, but I, I, if I if I'm projecting forward, I'm going to say it's going to be it's going to be Dallas or Tampa. Yeah, and the only team that would scare me would be Tampa because Brady doesn't care if it's cold. He doesn't care about any of that stuff. So for me, it's like okay, that is that would be the team that would kind of scare me a little bit. There, if they especially if they beat the Cowboys. Then they're like, all right. Then they're getting confidence, and now you're hitting, you're hitting the playoffs. You got Brady, the leadership behind them. That would be the scariest opponent, uh, opponent for the Eagles in the first in, in the divisional round. I agree. Division. I would want nothing to do with Tom Brady in the divisional round. I don't think any Eagles fan or any any team in general would want to play them. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I know that they were a 500 team, but again, it's Tom Brady, and in those games, there's nobody else you would want. He's proven it for 20 years that. He's that guy. So I I just like, for me, with the Eagles, I just, I don't, not that I don't understand the panic. I just think it's being a little bit overblown. I mean, again, Hertz was out for two weeks and he came in and won the game. Can't be overblown, though. 
It can't be overblown. What do you mean? Because like the best- everybody's down on the Eagles right now. Rightfully so, based on the last three performances. But they won. Agreed. But when you look at a team like San Fran, who just blew out the Cardinals, which is not... The Cardinals suck. It's not saying much, but hear me out. They are on fire, right? Mm-hmm. They were in a dogfight a week ago against the Raiders, and it was a high-scoring affair. Brock Purdy stood in there, and he he performed. And he's been really impressive uh, since he took over that job. And... They are riding the momentum to the highest degree. And that is what scares me about them. The Eagles are kind of like, they they soared, and then they kind of, I don't want to say plateaued, but they kind of did, in but, a sense. And this is when you should be playing your best football. I don't I'm understand not count that, them out. I'm not counting them out. I don't understand that, though. How, how like... The, the only reason they plateaued was because they lost their quarterback. They should have smoked the Giants. I mean, they, they should have smoked them. The line was like, what, 14? I think it was up to 16 and a half. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's a big line. Yeah, but again, like you said, division, you've said it before, divisional opponent. The lines can be off sometimes. And they were in control of that game the whole but time. Davis Webb? Hey. I mean, look, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and overreact to anything. And I just like, for me with the Eagles, it's you have 14 games of pure dominance. Aside from the Commanders game, and I guess you could say the Colts, but they were dominant all season. What the one issue is, is that they have had some turnovers. But again, it's like Hertz wasn't in there for two games. I think they had eight turnovers in the last six games, and she accounts for like six of them, five or six of them. So you do have to put it into perspective. I mean, here's the thing. If the Eagles would have beaten Dallas, and then they lost to the Saints with Minshew, and then they had this game against the Giants. Would you still be concerned? Let me ask you a question. If the Eagles played the Giants with the backup quarterback in week 12, what would the score be? What backup quarterback? Davis Webb. If they played the Giants, you know, when the Eagles were were beating everybody in the, yeah. in the NFL, what would the score be? It would not be a six-point game. You never that's know. That's what scares me. I don't know. The commanders beat us. Yeah, but that's one game. That's okay to lose a game. I get that. That's that that's not that's not what I'm saying. But the Eagles were playing so high in the middle of the season where they could be anybody. They mm-hmm. were the best team in football, period, end of story. They can go anywhere and be anybody. But if they played Davis Webb in the middle of the season, this game would have been a 20-point game. Like, they would have smoked that. I mean, but don't you give Jalen Hurts some type of wiggle room for rust? That's what scares me. Rust. You're playing a Giants team who really had nothing to play for. They benched their starters pretty much. And now the Eagles have a bye week. You don't think he's going to be still rusty playing a good team? That's what scares me. I mean, I'm saying you do have a good point there. But again, I don't think that he was coming out there looking to kill. I think they were coming out there looking to get the job done and get out of there with no injuries. And he was saying that his shoulder was still hurting him a little bit. You know how hard it is to play football in that and with that mindset. Yes, that's why I I just I, I don't know if I buy it. That's a that's a difficult. That's not. You're not playing football. You you play football to go kill. You don't play football just to get just to get by. Yeah, well, it's easy to say when we're not and playing with an injury. And it's the NFL, too. So you can't take anybody lightly. So that's what I'm saying. But I just think the Eagles, they I, I wasn't impressed. I'm gonna be real. I was yeah. not impressed. No, no, I'm not saying that it was a profess uh, you know, a, an impressive performance. I'm just saying that they got the job done and now it's a brand new season. But they haven't been impressive since week 14. But two of those games, Nick, did not have Jalen Hurts. I that's my point. That's my point. 
That's what scares me, bro. Absolutely. But if they you don't have to Jaylen, worry about that because we have Hurts. If Jalen Hurts was healthy and the Eagles were yeah, still... Yeah, we would have beaten still... Dallas. We would have beaten the Saints and we would have beaten the Giants. But that's not the way that... that's not. It doesn't always go as planned. But the rust factor will matter in the playoffs. It's a different season. They, they, that regular I get season that. is great. You can go 14-1 and one as a starter regular season. That's awesome. But you can also really play... You're, you're playing good teams throughout the rest of the season after that. And it, is, it, is, it is a different... It is a different season in the playoffs. I agree, but here's my here's my one issue. You just got done talking about how the 49ers are rolling, this, that, and the third. Everybody's talking about the Niners. Does nobody, does everybody forget that a, a rookie, uh, you know, last pick in the draft is going to have to go on the road? I mean, is anybody, nobody's fearful of that? I don't understand why that's not. The, people are more scared of the Eagles for winning and clinching. They're more worried about the Eagles after they just won and clinched, mm-hmm. but they're not worried about a team starting a rookie quarterback that's never played in the playoffs before and has five games under his belt. Well, he never played before, and he has five wins in in, in a row. Yeah, because he's riding a good team. I'm just, but I'm just saying, like you said, that when they get to the playoffs, it's a different game, and they're going to be on upside alert against but against the, the whole against team Seattle. Is clicking. The whole team's clicking. The quarterback, it feels like Jimmy G or Purdy, whatever. The Niners would still be the Niners. They have an identity. They run the football. They play good defense. And their offensive scheme is confusing to the opposing defenses. That's so if really any quarterback that has talent would do really well in that system. And it just happened to be Brock Purdy. The reason why you're not hearing all that is because he's played really, really well. 13 touchdowns, four picks, 13, uh, 1,400 yards, 67% uh, completion percentage, and a quarterback rating of 107. That's really, really impressive. You know what else that is? That's not facing any adversity. Now, what happens when you get down 7-0, 10-0 in a playoff game? On the road. Well, he, it's he, a lot different story. It's well, a lot different story when you have to play when you have to play from behind. Well, they did. They did in the in the, in the Raiders game. Well, and, they were and he in responded a dog, really well. They were, but it's different. The Raiders stink. And also, nobody talks about that. Is anybody concerned about the 49ers that Brock Purdy and the almighty, you know, best coach in the world, Kyle Shanahan, was in a dog fight with Josh McDaniels and Jarrett Stidham? I mean, that got overlooked. Nobody, nobody had any concerns about the Niners when they played one of the worst teams in the league. And now with the Eagles coming off a win, people have concerns. Like, I don't understand that. That is a confusing argument to me. I don't, I don't know why it's so confusing. The Eagles are, are clearly rusty to only score 22 points against the Giants and only win by six. That's concerning, bro. They didn't play their starters, man. I know. I know like, that. I know that. But the Eagles also weren't playing. They weren't showing everything. Like, they, they didn't have Jalen Hurts doing design runs and shit like that. There was none of that. It was drop back, throw, get the ball out quick. You didn't want to get hurt. I'll agree with that, but you can't play football like that because... Well, they're not going to moving forward. They, that was fine to get them through. I mean, would you rather be in Dallas's position where you play your starters and get the floor wiped with you by uh, by Sam Howell? But there's there's a... For me, this is how I feel about it, is that to have a mindset to go in a game just to skate by is a bad mindset. You should play football to go out there and kill every <laughs> single opponent. No, no, listen to me. Go out there and kill every single opponent. Okay. This is your job. This is it, it's it's a it's a sport where it's all about adrenaline. It's about um, passion, and you, you got guys coming at you full speed in fucking pads at three hundred pounds. Like you got to be ready. You can't just go in there and just think, okay, I'm just trying. To, I'm not trying to get hit and trying to get you know get by. Mm-hmm. That's a bad mindset. That's what worries me. No, and then and then the rust factor with Hurts worries me too. I'm not counting out the Eagles. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's a reason to be concerned about them. Absolutely, 
there, there, there has to be some level of concern because if you don't have any concerns, then the Eagles are a slam dunk to go to the bowl. That's what everybody's telling me. For me, they, for me, they're close to it because, because they've been the best team in the NFC yes. the entire season. So for nobody to have any concerns, they're a slam dunk to go to the bowl and that's it. And I don't, I don't think it's going to be like that. The only team that scares me in the NFC is the is the Buccaneers because that's, of Tom that's Brady? Foolishness, Mike. No, we will bust the Giants' ass. We will bust the Cowboys' ass. We will bust the Niners' ass. We will uh, bust the Seahawks' ass. The Niners we will be bust the, the Vikings' game. ass again. The Niners will be the toughest game. Absolutely not. A rookie quarterback in an NFC Championship game against against the Eagles on the road. Sorry, not buying that. No way. And not to mention with you when um when you're saying about getting so they went in there they didn't play their best game they played it vanilla they didn't want to do any they didn't want to show anything they win. But you're saying that you, so they didn't play full speed and they still won. So what's that tell you? Well, let's ask the audience on a scale of one in 10, one being the least concerned and 10 being the most, where are you at with the Eagles? Are you concerned or are you not? I just want to see you guys comment right now. Um, yeah, no, there's definitely reasons. But again, I'm I'm not off the Eagles. I think the Eagles can still go. What to do you Super think Bowl. is their ceiling? The Eagles. Oh, I think it's to get to the Super Bowl. And 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 they have to win it. Can they win it? Yes, they can. And I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen Hurts. What bothers me is he didn't play the last couple weeks besides last game. And if you didn't show much, that worries me with game reps moving forward. When you play the playoffs, bro, you got to be at your A game. One one turnover can change the entire magnitude of the game. I understand. And that. that's what worries me. Because it's so that's why certain, in the playoffs. That's yes. Why, that's why certain quarterbacks worry me. Them turnovers. Sure. That's that's turnovers. exactly my point. That that is how you win and lose playoff games. So you got Seamus. Seamus said four. He's he's on a scale of four. Okay. Adriana four. Goffar five. Okay. So people are middle of the pack. And and I kind of feel I, I'm at I'll be at around six. And I think that's concerning. Yeah, I'm at I'm, a, I'm at six sixty percent there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm at a two. A two. I mean, I, a two. I have no concerns. We're the one seed. It comes through Philly. We have our MVP back. We got through our last game, which what we needed to do. We got the job done. We would have we would have clinched it if we had hurts in the in the past two games. I'm not worried about it at all. You make it sound so easy, and it's not going to be that bad. We'll see. We will see. We will see. I'm, I, I'm rooting yeah. for the Eagles. I know. I but have what no I'm concerns. saying is there is reasons to be concerned. Period. Yeah, I know. We look. We just we see it. We see the we see the two sides differently for a change. Because if but. look, if if Jalen Hurts did not get uh, hurt, I would feel one thousand percent confidence they were going to the Super Bowl. So like, if he didn't I, get hurt, and in the last game they had to beat the Giants to clinch, and they won 22-16, you wouldn't be concerned. It wasn't convincingly. That would be more concerning to me. It wasn't convincingly. The Niners had a convincing win. They blew out what they they did what they were supposed to do. They went they they whooped the Cardinals' ass. Yeah, they did what they were supposed to do. The Eagles were supposed to do the same thing to the Giants. I mean, come on, you're you're sixteen point favorite. I got 14. you. I got you. You take care of business. You're home. I, Giants I got, had nothing to play for. They did for. take care of business. You don't have to cover the spread. You just have to win. Covering the spreads for people like me and you Look, when we want to when we want to lose our money. Sal Clement said three. He's at a three. Okay. All right. There we go. I could I could deal with Sal there. I'm at six. I'm the highest on the on this. You chart. got a six? I had, I do have a six. <laughs> I'm the highest. I'm the highest on this chart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's guys. Crazy, that's man. enough for the Eagles. For me though, before we move on, the ceiling for me is the Eagles. The Eagles can absolutely win the Super Bowl. Will they? We'll find You'll out. find out tomorrow yeah, night. You'll find go. out there tomorrow night. The cliffhanger for you. All right, guys, moving on. Lions beat the Packers. Packers eliminated from playoff contention.
Go ahead. This is your segment. This is this is you. Go ahead. Jared Goff outduels Aaron Rodgers. Um, he loses his third straight game. Winner go home. It's amazing to me. What what did he have in the fourth quarter in crunch time? I think it was two passes completed for twelve yards. And that's a top five quarterback ever. That's what it, he was. He was my he was my number five. Yeah. Yeah. Home field advantage throughout. Loses to Brady. Loses to somebody number ten. Played for the 49ers. Uh, he stinks, uh, I was told. Uh, Jimmy G, that was his name, was told that he stinks. Uh, he comes there. He beats Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau in the cold weather, which is Aaron Rodgers' specialty because that's where he played his whole career. It's amazing to me that year in and year out, this guy just falls flat when it matters most. And this has been my entire issue with Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is great. Do I think he's an all-time great in the top five? Absolutely not. There's no valid argument outside of talent alone that you can make that puts him up there. I know he's got three MVPs. So does Brett Favre. He won three in a row. The only player to ever do so, I believe. But my thing is, is okay, regular season, regular season, regular season. Peyton Manning, his entire career got trashed until he won that one against the Panthers for being a choke artist, for bowing out when he had the one seed, for being, you know, not being able to win the big game. He was ripped apart his entire career. You never see that with Aaron Rodgers until me. The Aaron Rodgers truth telling. <laughs> I've been on this, I've been on this for a while. And last night I was, or two nights ago, I was laughing my ass off because it happened again in epic fashion. Just epic fashion. It was amazing to me. I got to give it up, man. I got to give it up. You're right. He choked. He choked. That was bad. That was ugly. That was horrendous. He threw two picks. One of them got called back for fucking uh, handed a face. I'm glad you mentioned that. Which, Thank which, you. Which, which honestly, when I watched that and they threw the flag for that, I was like, this game is fucking rigged. Yeah, it NFL, did look like they were trying to get the Packers into the playoffs. It's, I texted you. Yeah. I said, wow, the Packers are really getting lucky. It feels like everything's going their way. During that game, we were we were talking about it, and it just it just seemed like that, right? But Aaron Rodgers choked. Absolutely, he choked. And you could blame the team. You could blame whatever you want. But the man threw the, the game-sealing pick, and that hurt. That hurt. That hurt him. That hurts his legacy. Absolutely, it does. Because he lost three games in a row at home in a meaningful game, do or die. And when you're home and you're losing those kind of games, that stains your legacy all time. Against Brady, that was in the NFC Championship game. NFC Championship game, yes. And then the next year, he lost to Jimmy G in the divisional round. Yes. Then he just lost this year to they lost. He lost Which three is, in a row. I guess it's a kind of a playoff game. Lost three. No, it was a playoff game. Yeah. Because if they win, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. So it's a playoff game. Yeah. Their, their playoffs just happen to start early. Yeah. That's all. But it's a playoff game. He 100% choked. Um, I was I was shocked by Green Bay losing. I was completely wrong about that team. I thought they were on the they were on the high horse entering the playoffs and getting ready to uh, spearhead anybody that came their way in the first round. And I was completely wrong about them. They uh, their defense played pretty well, but the, the you know credit to Lions. The Lions came out and they played like a team that was trying to get into the playoffs. They had nothing to play for, but. You know, Dan Campbell, what he said was, um, uh, we're not getting in, either are you. 
And I love that. That resonated through the whole team. They wanted to show the world that we're not the same old Lions. And here we come next year. We're going to be starting. We're going to be biting kneecaps next year, too. They bit kneecaps on Sunday night. They did. You know they what else did. I want to bring up, too? Sure. Because every year for the past five years, we've heard Tom Brady's falling off a cliff and we heard about Father Time. But why does nobody mention Father Time when it comes to Aaron Rodgers? Even though Aaron Rodgers is, what, six years younger than Tom Brady? Because Tom Brady threw for a thousand more yards than Aaron Rodgers one less touchdown, three less interception, interceptions, and had 14 points higher on his QBR for the year. That's due to a multiple things, right? Like, I mean, Brady had Godwin, Evans. Uh, well, they were in and out. A system that he's well acquainted into. And who has the better head coach? You could probably lean LaFleur. Absolutely. I hate LaFleur, too. I think LaFleur stinks, but he's better than Todd Bowles. Yeah. He has, who has the better offensive line? Uh, yeah, the, 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 I mean, that's tough. The, the better offensive line is the Packers. Yeah, but they were hurt in the beginning of the season. They were. Too. Who has the better running back? Uh, Two running backs. I would, yeah. The Packers, better running game is Packers. the Packers. Yeah. So you could say that Tom Brady has better receivers. But passing yes. stats, yes. The, the passing stats is what, is what I'm, I'm talking about. <laughs> like it's not fair to compare the two because they're just two different offenses. I mean, no, no, I wasn't comparing. I was only comparing. Why does nobody say that Father Time is catching up to Aaron Rodgers? That is my question on that. Because I'm just saying Aaron Rodgers had a down year, as predicted by me. Had a down year. I'll tell you why. Because the the whole Cliff thing started back in 2016 with Max Kellerman. Yes. So that's in everybody's mind. So when Brady plays bad, it's like, oh, here comes the cliff, right? Here comes the cliff. Here, This is the year he's going to fall off. But Aaron Rodgers never had the cliff mentioned in his name. So that's why, in my opinion. But you have a case. He he had a really bad year, winning back-to-back -back MVPs and then having his season, his his career low, right? I believe it was career low. Yes. And Since he was a starter in 2008. Yeah. But, you know, so I, I do I think he's washed? No. I just don't think Green Bay is the destination for him moving forward. I don't think uh, – here's the thing. I actually don't think he's washed up. I just think that Aaron Rodgers, he's not the quarterback for a team like that. He's not a quarterback with for rookies and teams that need strong leadership. That's that's not his MO. And that's okay. I'm not – but he needs a team around him. Like they would have been – obviously, I think with Devontae Adams, they would have made the playoffs. I mean, those two – that was a lose-lose on that on that separation. That was they both lost, but the thing is, is he now? Yeah, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, they started to come on late in the season, but I mean, what they were four and eight and finished eight and nine, so they went five and one down the stretch. So it's like, all right, you did decent, but at the same time, if you're Aaron Rodgers, if you're that guy, if you're the you know, if you're a top five quarterback ever, if you're the guy that everybody can count on, you can't throw for 12 yards and complete two passes in the fourth quarter. That's pathetic, dude. I agree because if that was a different quarterback. They would have got trashed. I might have to peg down Aaron Rodgers off my list. You should. He shouldn't have been on there to begin with. I might have to. He wasn't even. A I said it before the year when we were doing this. He wasn't even a top five quarterback to start the year. And you have people on TV having him first and second. On what planet? Because he was the back-to-back -back MVPs. That's why. And and it didn't but do anything a, for him. It but, didn't do anything. But it's a fair argument to, to project somebody to be a top five quarterback mm -hmm. in the league who was just back-to-back -back MVPs. But you know and I That's know that he shouldn't argument. have been the back-to-back -back MVP to begin with. He shouldn't have been the MVP last I, year. I agree with that. Tom Brady I'm, was better than him in every statistical category. That's I agree. But what I'm saying is it's hard to project somebody not in the top five after a back-to-back -back you know what MVPs. you know what it's not if you use your eyes 
if you use analytics and all and his reputation, it's very easy to put him up there. But if you actually watch him and you're like, you know what? Every year when it matters, if they're from if they're playing from behind or they're in a hole or in a deficit or they're in a big game, he falls flat on his face. He comes up short. Again, I go back to the Jimmy G reference. The 49ers beating them last year is embarrassing. And it's, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy G sucks. It wasn't Jimmy G that won. It was the special teams. It was the punter. It was the field goal unit. And it's like, okay, so all that happened, and Aaron Rodgers still only scored seven points. So at what point do you stop deflecting the blame and put the blame on number 12, who is an all-time legend? I, I t- Look, man, you, you this is your moment. Go ahead. I, I want you to black to, to, to bask no, in your glory. I this said is it. your moment. But look, the fucking lights are on the you. brightest of lights. They're, they're bright. They're, they're, the, the, light, the lights are so bright for you, bro. Is my hair like, shining? Is, it's, it looks fantastic. Like it's our, our fabric. fabric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you, you're absolutely right, man. And uh, Sheffield Shuffler, welcome, man. He said, Brady washed, Rogers washed. Come on, bro. Come back <laughs> to the desk, man. We'll have a chat. <laughs> Actually, my yo, come on next week. That's my guy. We man. want him on next week. Shout out to the chef. Uh, Greasy Hustle asked, Theories, what is your favorite Super Bowl memory? I'm going to say the 28-3 comeback against the Falcons. That was amazing. The fact that I was at my friend's house, I was with my boys. Uh, one of my best friends was actually wearing a Falcons jersey, which was wild, disrespectful. Uh, I won't mention his name. It was the Matt Ryan jersey. Yeah, he wore a Matt Ryan jersey, you know, because he wanted Brady to lose, and that's okay. <laughs> well, he actually bet the Falcons, but that really pissed me off. And uh, the fact that um, the 28-3 was just – that's something we've never seen before in a big, big game like that. That was amazing. Uh, what up, Tom? I see you in the comments. That's that's so funny. <laughs> Fucking Matt Ryan. Yep. Tom Doherty. Yep. It was him. Um, what else? Uh, what was your favorite Super Bowl memory, Mike? 2017. Okay. I still sure. see Brandon Graham stripping Brady. Okay. That was the best moment ever. That and I don't know though. That play was iconic because that was like that sealed it in a sense. But for me, I still just the catch from Alshon Jeffrey on that flea flicker bomb from Nick Foles and yeah. the Corey Clement, which by rule, I don't know how they ruled that a touchdown, but again, I don't know what a catch is in the NFL. It happens. Yeah. But that's what I remember for me. 2017, the Alshon Jeffrey catch was amazing. It was like, that was the first moment where I'm like, holy shit, we're going to win the Super Bowl. And I couldn't believe it. I was with my brother. I forget. I think I was with my brother, my uncle Frank, my dad, my mom, and I remember me and my brother just screaming. That was crazy. Well, those are the best memories, especially with your family in a big game like that. You know what I mean? Like you'll always remember that for the rest of your life. Um, but yeah, no, that that twenty eight to three game, man. After all, Ben's house, it was that was amazing. It was fucking poetry, bro. Like you, like that was like. And a didn't movie. he throw a pick six to end the half? Yeah, he did. That's that's when I was like, oh shit, it's over, dude. It's he over. washed up. Yeah. Then we were listening to the uh, the Al Pacino speech, and uh, what was it? What movie is that? Um, oh my god, I'm blanking right now. Not Scarface, right? No, Scar- uh, no. It was uh, any know. given Sunday, and uh, that was I'll never forget that. That was a lifetime memory for me, and uh, yeah, that was that was great. Yeah, that was. Great. So, where do you think the Packers and the Lions go from here? Uh, well, the Packers need to figure out, okay, do we keep Aaron Rodgers or is he retiring? Like, I I feel like the Packers are almost at a point where they need to start like really assessing their future because every off season is, is Aaron Rodgers coming back? You know, what's Aaron's status? Does he hate the organization? Does he want to play with the teammates? Like that's a lot going on. And if you're a free agent, why would you want to go there? If you don't know Aaron Rodgers status next year? Yep. Or, or or the following year, you know what I mean. So 
for me, uh, that would be the thing is like they have to decide what we need to do. Like, I feel like they need to cut bait a little bit. I think they might have to go in a different direction. The Packers? Yeah. I, I don't. I, my thing is with the Packers is like at least now, look, he fell flat on his face, but he they did build a little bit of something. Like, I will give him that. It's just Aaron Rodgers can't perform in the clutch. But by the same token, it's like, what are you going to do with Jordan Love? Isn't this his fifth year? Or is this, well, this will be his fourth this year? This will be his me. fourth. And you have no idea if he can play. I, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. You have no clue. But at this point, it's like, did that ship sail? Because now, are you, are you looking for another quarterback in the draft? Like, that's something they have to, to figure out. Uh, the Packers, to me, they just need to upgrade at wide receiver. I like to see them get a tight end as well. The running backs are there. They're good. Um, and you know, get it, you know, get some offensive line help as well. So I think that's the all season needs for the Packers and the Lions. I would like to see them get defense. Um, they have they drafted a lot of players on defense last year and they panned out. Malcolm Rodriguez, he's been really good. Jeff Okuda, they they drafted a couple years ago. So he, I feel like the Lions have been building through the draft and on defense, and they've been they've been they've been lights out. Aiden Hutchinson. Do they stick with uh God, Aiden Hutchinson's a stud. He's a beast. He's 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 him, bro. I thought they were gonna call roughing the passer. If they can get another guy on the on the on the edge with with uh Hutchinson, oh my god. Oh my god, they're gonna be a force. But yeah, I think uh Jared Goff should be their quarterback. He played lights out, top ten in stats and all around the board. He played lights out for the Lions. The Lions had the number one offense at some point in the season for a pretty decent stretch. He played really well. He has a good um, a good report with his receivers. Amon Raz is is amazing, and they got you know the guys like Chark who don't we don't talk about these guys, but they're they're pretty decent at what they do. They're good three three and four receivers. If they didn't stumble out of the gate, yeah, I mean they started off one they, and six. Like if they didn't stumble out of the gate, they would have been awesome in the playoffs. They really would have. Dan Campbell deserves it. That would be the one team that nobody would want to fuck with in the playoffs. No, lies. there's no point. Because have be... you ever seen his post-game speeches? Man, I would love to see Dan Campbell in the playoffs. Could Next you year. imagine if they got to the playoffs? Like that team would be pumped, man. Especially remember, remember uh Hard Knocks in the uh in the offseason, Jamal Williams. He was, he was crying. crying, saying uh, you know, uh uh last year was a disgrace. I don't want to do that again. And then to make the playoffs, that would have been cool. But I, I see they finished nine and eight. They had a hell of a season. Yeah, no, that's one and six to nine and eight. I mean, that's a really good coming, season, bro. Like they're up and coming for real, for real, for, like, for, real. for real, for real. <laughs> like they're they're up and coming. Uh, I'm looking forward to see what the Lions have in store. But yeah, overall, I would say uh, a couple more defensive pieces and um, yeah, and then they just need to stay healthy on running back because Swift is amazing when yeah. he plays. And if you I have know. a combo with Jamal Williams and Swift. You know, all year that would be tough to stop. So I'd like to see them. I'm the same for the Packers. It's, I mean, for the Lions, it's just you have to build. You have to build your defense. That was your Achilles heel all mm -hmm. year. That was your problem all year. You couldn't stop anybody. Now the defense did improve, mm -hmm. though. They did improve. It's just for the Lions, man. They just they it they just fell so hard through the first seven games. They just stumbled out of the gates so bad. And then for the Packers, I would say I, I honestly I don't really know how to go with them. I don't. Do you think Rogers is going to retire? Uh, because there's a part I said it. I thought he was last year, but now, you know, what makes me think he is. He didn't give his jersey to Jamison Williams, mm -hmm. and he said that he would give it. He would send him another jersey. Speculation, sure. I, it does make sense. He would want to keep the last jersey he played with. Okay, so when I watched that game end, and I saw Aaron Rodgers, and the cameras were all on him, obviously. Yeah. When he walked off that field, that was like he was like looking around, taking his time. Soaking it, Soak all, it in. all in. Yep. And then he waited for Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. They walk out to the field together. I believe they came to the uh, in, in a league together. Correct? Was it? Was is that true? Or or Cobb? 
Honestly, I, I don't know. I, that I, I, there was a, there's a, they're, they're, they're like best friends. Copy. I, 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 yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I know uh, Aaron Rodgers allocated, you know, I mean, um, advocated for uh Cobb to come back to green bay yep. he made a big thing about it and they signed him and now that uh you know that that ending with him holding um having his arm around Cobb, that said a lot to me i was like damn he really might be done man this might be it for him this might be it that look on his face looking around soaking it all in i could just i could dude i it, it can't leave my mind i i look at that and that's that's a man that's like man this might be it for me, dude. I don't know if I can go through a whole season like this again. It's it's mentally draining too. Yeah, especially it's mentally, when... physically, everything about it is draining. And to be, especially an NFL quarterback, like you are the leader of men and fifty three man roster, you are the leader of that team. And that's a mental, uh, you know, that 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 that's a lot of mental capacity to to. And Nick, the thing is too with Rodgers, when you're a talent like that, it's you win the Super Bowl, or it's a bust. I mean that that's really it really what it is. I mean again now he's busted every every year since 2010, but he hasn't even gotten back to one. Let's ask the audience: Do you guys think Aaron Rodgers is done? Is he retiring? Is that his last game in Green Bay, or is he going to a new team? I want to hear from you guys. The Sheffield Shuffler says yes. Rodgers is done. Kept his jersey. Interesting. Yep, I I totally agree. I thought that was kind of weird, but. Rodgers is kind of calculated dude, man. Maybe he wanted that because he's like, he likes the whole Green Bay hostage. It's he's a camera whore. It's the weirdest thing ever. Dude. I, like, he's a camera whore. You love a franchise, but yet you're trying to bone them in the end. In the, in the, in the he, like, he only wants the cameras on him when he's being, when he's like, when he's an enigma or when he's doing good. He doesn't want the cameras on him when he's doing bad. Greasy hustle. Big done. <laughs> oh, uh, Tom says going to the Colts. Going to the Colts. Wow. Uh, that would be something. He went when shit there. I think it would be in the same boat. <laughs> I think it would be in the same boat. And I mean, yeah. unless they unless they Close can get no cigar. Yeah, I, unless they can get some type of head coach. But again, they still they need another wide receiver. I think they need. They're still a wide receiver short. Hopkins is available. I heard. Yeah. Well, that would be some shit, huh? Yeah. Now, if Hopkins goes there with Pittman and Rodgers, you got something cooking. Yeah. I'll give you that all day. But they need a, you need a head coach as well. But, however, if Rodgers is staying, the enticing thing to do to get him to stay would be to get on the phone if you're Green Bay and go trade a pick and get DeAndre Hopkins. But they've never done that. No, no, I'm saying, though, but that's what you have to do. I know, but it just seems like that's not their MO. That's never been their MO. Their MO has never been to go get that stud wide receiver. They drafted Devontae Adams. They never went out. And he was a late bloomer. Stud, bro, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I don't know. That that franchise has got it twisted over there. If you have a, a talent like Aaron Rodgers, a back-to-back MVP, and you don't provide him with any talent around them, you're doing yourself a disservice. You paid him all that money. It's like, all right, for what? You want him to carry rookies and uh, old veterans? Like, that's tough, man. That's a tall task. I, I, I will I will admit that for Rodgers. That is a tough task. Whether it's fair or not, it's just, you I mean, know, what it the is. The other 12 did it. Well, the other 12 is different. He's the best I'm of with all you. time. I'm that's, with you. That's, that's completely different. Like, the whole Aaron I mean, Rodgers and 18, 18 made okay. made Julius Thomas a lot of money, and he was trash when he went to Denver. Dallas Clark, Dallas Clark, Demarius Thomas, Demarius Thomas was great, but when he went to the Jets, he wasn't anything. Crazy Julius Thomas, that. he made him a. That's what I just uh, said. When he went yeah, to the Jaguars, he yeah. made him like eighty million dollars, and you never heard of him again. <laughs> you never heard of him, bro. You never heard of Julius Thomas again. And when he was with no. the Broncos, he was unbelievable. Yeah, but you know, so like you see things like that, and it's like, okay, well, you need to make some receivers. 
Oh, so Sheffield, you boys staying up might roll through the crib if you are. Man, we 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 ripping here, bro. Come by, we're staying up and rolling up. Yeah, what what? Philly <laughs> Phil, can you turn up his mic real quick? <laughs> we got right. jet fuel on deck. All right, that's enough of uh the Aaron Rodgers truth telling segment. Um, <laughs> I'll take my thank yous, DM, yeah, check, handwritten, anything you want. Commanders beat the Cowboys. Yeah. Oof. Philly Phil. Oh, yeah. What's wrong with Dak? Seven interceptions in his last seven games or something like that? Eight interceptions, last seven games? Pick sixes? He almost threw back-to-back pick sixes. He's struggling. And at the worst time. See how you were talking about the Eagles? No, I didn't say anything because I knew we were coming up on this. That's what I was getting to. When you look like that and your starters are out there, that's a problem. And Dak Prescott cost me $3,000 because he couldn't beat the commanders. That is crazy. I'm sorry to hear that. That That hurts. That hurts, man. Oh, shit. Imagine that. I bet the Cowboys, and I hate the Cowboys, and I love Dak Prescott, and he couldn't beat the Commanders. So uh, Dak Prescott's off my list. Yeah, they... Uh, I don't support him anymore moving forward. Dak Prescott, Goffar. Yeah, no, definitely they are struggling. They are in trouble. They're playing against Tampa, Brady. Um, that's going to be a tough matchup for them. If 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 they look like that again... It's, it's not going to end well for them. And Mike McCarthy is going to be gone, unfortunately, for them. Um, you know, but Dak has been horrible. I don't. I, I can't even explain it. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what you want me to say up here. I mean, seven picks in the last seven games. This, like, I, I, like I said earlier, this is when you want to be playing your best football. This is the moment where you want to be at your best. And they're not at their best. Nick, they're not even at, like, I, I just, my thing is, is that game against the Commanders, that looked Horrible. I, I'll say this. Nick, they look he was 14 of 37. Understood. But my thing is, this is this is what I'll say about it: is that <coughs> the Cowboys didn't want to put anything on tape. They had nothing to play for. And they it, it was for me, it was kind of strategic in their way to not reveal anything we want to do next week. You're not doing this, dude. I am doing this. This is what this is what I am thinking. This is that's the only way I can I can I can I can justify a fourteen for thirty seven. Mike, like you just got done telling me that you need to go out there and play hard and play your Absolutely. best. And you got three hundred pound men running at you, and now you're and they got blown out by the that's, Commanders. That's a mindset I expect from the Eagles, not the Cowboys. That's a different fucking team. That they're, should be the mindset of any NFL team. I agree with you, but I don't expect that from the Cowboys. I expect that from the Eagles. When you when you come from a city that is hard nosed and and passionate. I expect every single player to be up for that game every single game. But the Cowboys, they are America's team. They already have the lights on them. They're already basking in their glory. They're enjoying themselves. They're, I felt like that game was a more strategic way for the, the next game because they had nothing to play for. They weren't moving up in seeding. They weren't dropping in seeding regardless. The Eagles had something to play for. That's why. Well, it, Dallas did. Dallas theoretically could have had something to play for. Uh, well, Dallas, because if things went their way, did he, did he, did he, oh yeah, that's right. Cause the Eagles and Dallas played the same. Yes. Right. The but, 49ers played them too. They were in the late slate. I know I had, I bet a parlay. I know. I and just, they came out and laid an egg. Like their starters are getting that get taken out because they were blowing out the commanders. Their starters got taken out because they were getting blown out by the commanders. If you are a Dallas fan and you are objective and you are, and you are honest, there is no way in the world. You can you can feel good about next week. Absolutely not. No, but what I'll say is the only justification I have is that they weren't trying to show anything on tape for next week because they really had nothing to play for. Mike, they weren't gonna they weren't winning the NFC East. They were not. 
They could have. I, and that was the mindset. They already had. They were locked in the, at the But Nick, at the this started with the Jaguars win. They played the Jaguars, and then they lost in overtime, 40 to 34. Wait a minute. Then they played Gardner Minshew. Then they played uh, – who was that other bum? Who was the other bum that they played after the Cowboys? Um, Shit. The Cowboys. After the Cowboys played the Eagles. Who was their game after that? They played the the Jags, the Texans. The Texans. So they played Davis Mills. Mm -hmm. Then they played Sam Howell. Mm -hmm. Booty, booty, booty. Okay. And look what happened. Look how they sputtered out. Well, they beat the They, they beat were the in Titans. a dogfight against the Titans. They, well, they won by 14. They did, but they were in a dogfight for most of that game. They looked, and again, Dak threw another pick. I, mean, I think he threw two of them. I mean, the Jags were in a dogfight, and, and, and we think they're a pretty good team, right? I think the Jags are very good. That's what I'm saying. They were in a dogfight with the Titans, and we didn't we didn't see that coming. So, yeah. Well, I mean, again, that's another testament to what, what Vrabel. Vrabel, oh, Vrabel needs a quarterback. We think highly of Vrabel on this podcast. Yeah. That's, that's for Anyone sure. with a normal functioning brain that watches the game of football should think highly of Mike Vrabel. Absolutely. I totally agree. But, I, I mean, yes, I am concerned about Dak. Um, I don't know what is going on. It just it doesn't seem like they're in sync at all. But that's that's troubling. That's that's, that's definitely troubling. Do you think they're weekend. destined to be one and done this weekend? <sighs> yes, I do. I do actually, and I think this could be the game where this is this is this is going to be McCarthy's last ride. <laughs> this is it for him. They need it, and you know who's around the corner, right, Mister Sean Payton. I can guarantee you, he would love to go to Dallas. It will, but it won't matter if that job opens up. He would love to go to Dallas. Well, I don't know about that. That's why he's not committing to anything right now. He's waiting back to the season ends, and he's going to see what team is firing who and who can I can like replace and take them to the Super Bowl. I agree with you. I agree with your whole premise on that at 100%. I believe he is. But here's the thing. I'm not worried about that for two reasons. One, I don't know how he would mesh with Jerry Jones. Because Sean Payton's got an ego. Sean Payton has been there before, won there before. I know Jerry Jones has, but it was 30 years ago. Sean Payton once say, he's not going to have Jerry Jones running the show and be a puppet. That is something to be concerned about. And the other thing with... I'm not worried about Sean Payton going to the Cowboys. He got zero MVPs and one Super Bowl out of Drew Brees. You think he's going to get that with Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott isn't half as talented as Drew Brees. Are you Brees. shitting on Sean Payton right now? No, 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 no. So what are you trying to say? I'm saying that I wouldn't fear it. I feared Sean Payton with Drew Brees when Drew Brees was in his absolute prime. Nobody was re really fe fearing them towards the end. But you don't think the Cowboys can get any better in the offseason? I think they can, but at quarterback... I and think Dak Prescott's at his ceiling. I would agree with that. So I, if Sean if, Payton could elevate him, and if Sean Payton goes there, that would attract free agents to go there as well. But my point is, is that um, he had the number one offense with Drew Brees constantly. He had Mark Ingram, he had Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, all those players, and he produced one Super Bowl out of Drew Brees. So I guess you could say, yeah, I'm shitting on him a little bit. I know he's a good coach. I'm just saying, one Super Bowl out of Drew Brees, and Drew Brees is also regarded as a top 10 of all time. And some people have him in their top five. I actually believe you think you had him. I think you had him at number five, number five, but either way, I have Rogers at four. I think. Everybody loves breeze. I'm a, I was a breeze lover. I love breeze. I'm just saying, when you look at it, I'm not, if I don't, I'm not going to fear Sean Payton with Dak Prescott because I've seen Sean Payton with somebody way more talented. And I only saw one Super Bowl out of it. They had a great run. Y'all had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's why I'm not overly worried about that. I would be worried because he can he can coach his ass off. He absolutely he's can. a very good coach. That defense is up and coming too. And remember, Dak Prescott though, his money's going to start kicking in. They haven't played Trayvon Diggs. They still have Zeke. 
they're probably going to lose Pollard. They have CD. CD is going to want to get paid. And then your backup is they already paid Gallup. There's no shot they're losing Pollard. P- Pollard's not going to be with them next year. There's no way they I'm let telling, him walk. they can't pay him. And he's going to get he's going to get offered money. He's gonna, he's, they're not going to franchise tag him. Who who can they franchise tag? If there's if there's an I don't option, know. that would be the option to do. And your then backup you do running is, back though, because absolutely. now you're Nick, you're gonna have a you're gonna have I mean, what's Zeke? Twenty two million. You're gonna have seventy two million dollars in running backs. What's the cap cut? Well, no, the fantasy. Uh, you could always restructure the deals. franchise tag doesn't go against the salary. Cap. You could also restructure deals to where it doesn't affect the cap. He gets the front, uh, the frontly loaded money. He yep. gets guaranteed money, and then it just takes it off the cap. That could be a route the Cowboys go. But who's to say that Tony Pollard doesn't want to be a scat back? He wants to be the one, and they're not going to pay Zeke what he's. This is the That's next why year. You restructure that, it. So it, it, it takes off the cap, but yet you, this is our running back. Zeke, you're going to be an A.J. Dillon to the Packers to what to us. That's a smart way. That's that's the way they should do it because Tony Pollard is exceptionally very good. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. I think Tony Pollard is a stud. He's, he's amazing. I just I would bet that he's not back with them. I don't think so because I think he's going to get a prominent role. That would role. be a big loss. That would be a major loss to that running game. I think he's going to get a prominent role, and I think he's going to get prominent. I think he's going to get a good, a good payday, and there are teams that need him. Name a team. Like I'm trying to think. I was just saying that. I'm trying to think of a team off my head that could use Tony Pollard. <clears throat> Who's somebody? The Redskins? Uh, the Commander? Well, no, they got Brian Robinson. The Chiefs? The Bills? The Chiefs? The Bills? Um, The Broncos? Interesting. The, the Raiders, Broncos, if they I, don't sign Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs just led the just led the league in rushing. So he's going to command the highest offseason money for a running back. But if you can get rid of Josh Jacobs and you put in Tony Pollard, but you got, but the running backs don't go for much anymore. Correct. They don't. Some do, like that. Your Derrick Henrys and things like that. But they're anomalies. Correct. That's yes. a different animal. I'm that's that's Derrick Henry. Yeah. But if like, like, um, for example, I mean, who who got paid? Uh, Corey Allen Patterson had a fantastic year the year before and got nine million in two years. Like, what's the market for a top? flight running back we already we already saw the zeke fiasco no no team's going to go that route so the market dips in that favor for for gms to sign the running backs in my opinion yeah so it's a it's a buyer beware market with running backs and i i agree with you but you don't want to lose a tony pollard who's been really good for this team and he has shown he's he's made some big plays for that offense you know what i you don't want to lose you that. know what worries me about that though this is why I think they're going to be reluctant to pay him. Their last running back they paid year after year just got gradually worse. You think they're going to do the same thing with another running back when you still are paying that I running think, back that you straight up on? I think Zeke has been pretty effective this to, year. To franchise tag your backup running back for, I think it's like $50 million, is insane. Uh, yeah, that is, that is insane. They're not franchise tagging him. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're, there's no option. They're going to have to pay him. Or he's going to move, but I believe that he'll get a deal. You don't think the Chiefs would offer Tony Pollard money? Could you imagine what Andy Reid would do with him, or or um, Sean McDermott would do with him? See, I, I feel like they have a Tony Pollard on the team in terms of McKinnon. McKinnon's been playing excellent. Football I know that. For them. I know that they're like this similar kind of. But he was backs. on a one-year deal, wasn't he? They are, but he might be cheaper. There may be a cheaper option where they can kind of build around the team instead of going all out for a running back because you know McKinnon could do what he could do. He's been balling the last couple of weeks. Ever since he kind of took over that job, he's been lights out. So um, I, I don't. I think the Chiefs would go to a more power back 
more than a scat back, like a Tony like a Garrett Blunt. Yeah, yeah, kind of. That that's every team needs that. I those agree. third and ones, those second and ones, you give it to that fucking bull behind there, man. You're you're getting that first down. It's all about moving the chains and 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 time and possession and, and football, especially in the playoffs. So every team should have that bull behind behind the line any day of the week. I, I mean, it, it, look at the look at Legarrette Blunts. Um, I mean, there's, there's all around the league, man. I mean, Corey Dillon was a bruiser. Corey Dillon was a bruiser. I mean, Kevin Falk. All of it. Yeah. I mean, he, well, he was different. Kevin, Kevin Falk. Falk was awesome, man. I loved him. Yeah, I don't know where he, that name just came from. Yeah. And then, and like the fucking Danny Woodheads of the world, yo, they moved the chains, bro. They did. Like, I don't, I can't explain. They're not as talented as, as anybody James else, White. But they fucking moved the chains. And that's all that matters is winning the game. Seamus' favorite fantasy player. Yeah. Seamus. That's James White. Guy, James White. <laughs> <laughs> and Naeem Hines, too. Shout out to Naeem yeah. Hines for scoring two tutties. All right, guys, moving on. Jaguars beat the Titans and win the AFC South. Psychotic and iconic. Are the Jags a threat in the AFC? Hell yeah, they are, yo. <laughs> Hell yeah, yo. Yeah, look, that, that game was, was closer than I expected, and I was dead wrong. I thought the Titans didn't have a chance, but damn, the Titans did have a chance. And Dobbs played really well. He really did. He had, he hung in there, uh, but, the you know, I was over your crib and we were and we were watching that game. We and we put a we put a stack on the Jags live <laughs> live bet and that that was great. I thought you put the kibosh on us. I thought I did. You too, put the I'm hex like, on us. I'm like, yo, what is going on in my in my world, bro? As soon as you bet them, I'm like, oh shit. I put the hex on them. You did a hundred percent. But then they got the the uh, the fumble. Or was it the pick six? No, it was the fumble yeah. when he was coming forward. That was and then amazing. they returned it and it bounced right in his hands. I'm I was like, like, oh my wow. god, thank god. I was like, wow, man, God got me. Yeah, God got me that day. I'm an atheist. All right. Well, you know, <laughs> that took a time. I'm an atheist. <laughs> Phil voice. I'm an atheist with John three uh, three sixteen on his wrist. Yeah. No, 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 no. A John one John four four. One four. Yeah, it means blasphemy. All right. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> but oh, so anyway, shit. back on topic. Um. Yeah, no, I think the Jags are a threat, too, to be honest. They have a tough matchup, but it's Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Herbert. First uh, playoff game. Although, Trevor Lawrence was in a playoff game last week, too. Yeah. So, he's got a little bit um, little bit of experience in the moment. Um, that's going to be an awesome game. I'm excited for that. That's Saturday night at 830. That's going to be awesome. Uh, do me a favor. Grade Trevor Lawrence in his first big game. Because I thought he was... I thought he played really well. Really? He made... Look, I know he missed a throw or two. The one in the end zone was so bad. But... They still won the game. He fought back through adversity. I think Trevor Lawrence looks like a budding star. C plus. That's 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 my grade. C plus. You thought he played Av? I think he played average. I think he played an average quarterback. I he looked like an average quarterback that night. 60, 62.5% completion percentage, 212 yards at one touchdown, completely airmailed uh, the guy in the end zone. That's a bad throw. That's a throw you got to make in a crucial moment like that. Win and get in. You got to make those throws, bro. And he missed a couple throws too. In that game where I was like, all right, what's going on, fam? Like, he he was off. Let's just call it what it was. He had a bad game. And that's okay, but he still won. And he's in the tournament now. And now it's like, all right, this is where he could build off of the experience and see where he can go. Like, this is exciting for for football fans to see a young quarterback in the playoffs. The, the guy is 23 years old, and we're going to see him in an NFL playoff game against Justin Herbert, another young quarterback. It's exciting. That's going to be awesome, dude. It's I cannot shit. wait. And the line has been moving minus one, even minus one in the Chargers favor. It opened at the Chargers minus a half, one and a half, right? Yes. That's what I saw. No, no. It opened up, I think, even. 
Was it did Eagles? open as a pick. And I then, think, I'm sorry, the first favorite was the Chargers. The Chargers. And then it, fl- it flip-flopped back to even. I, th- I don't know if it's still even, but earlier today I checked it was even. So <laughs> it's kind of intriguing to see that. But, um, yeah, no, I, I would give it a C plus. I thought he could have played a lot better, but um, there was a lot of a lot of missed throws that he has to make moving forward for the rest of the season in the playoffs. I know another quarterback that gets passes for making throws like that, but we're not going to talk about him tonight. Um, right, go ahead. Speak, speak up. Speak, speak your mind. Josh Allen, 17. All right, that's fine. Two touchdowns, two interceptions, and he throws for 157 yards, and he's still far and away the second best ever. But Trevor Lawrence has a bad game, and it's, well, you got to hit them wide open guys, this, that, and the third. Yeah, because he, he, he's still young. Josh Allen has proven that he's been, he's been, he's been dominant. That's why. He's been dominant. He's been fucking dominant. What? Josh- dominant? You tell me Josh Allen hasn't been dominant in the league. How many MVPs he got? Come on, bro. We're going by MVPs. We're going by MVP. We're going by accolades. Where's his MVPs? Uh, if you're going by MVPs, then is, is Joe Burrow dominant? Yes. Wow. He hasn't have any. He hasn't He's been MVP. to a Super Bowl. That's not. He, didn't, he don't have MVP. No, I know, but that's still part of his resume. He's been to a Super Bowl. Has J eight? Has okay. J eight seventeen been there? But he's been to the playoffs and he's won a couple playoff games. That's, uh, that's still pretty good. Well, my well, Josh Allen got five years in the league. My guy got two years, and that's fine. He's still a young quarterback. He's going to be just fine. He 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 he's fine, bro. He's we'll good. He's just fine. He's fucking good. We're gonna bro. find out one o'clock on I Sunday. I can't wait. I can't I'm actually really looking forward wait. to that game. I know. Why? They're going to beat the fucking brakes off the, the off the I know. Fence. I don't apparently now they're saying they don't think two is going to play, which sucks because it robs us of like yeah, a fun ass game. It does because it's a divisional matchup. I get yeah, it. Yeah, like if it's Teddy Bridgewater or something, like that's or Skylar Thompson. Like, I don't want to see that. Like literally, that's that's a bye week because the line's at 10 right now or nine and a half. It was it was 10 earlier, but yeah. Okay, so yeah, apparently two is probably not playing. That sucks, man. It does Although suck. I hope he's good. But it does um, suck. Yeah, no, I, I would give Trevor Lawrence a B. A B? Yeah, I thought he played all right. Like I said, I know he missed some throws there, and that's got to count against him, but he still won. And it was the thing is, is can you win the ugly games? And he won an ugly game against a good team. Well, an all right team. They were slipping. By fault, but okay. But he still won. I'll give you that. And Mike Vrabel, who's an awesome head coach. And like I said, they had their moments where I was like, I was getting worried. I was like, oh shit, like, is this really going to happen? And it would have sucked too, because nobody wants to see the Titans this year. They were horrible. They had they had no quarterback. And it's crazy. They won seven games last year in a row to win the first seed. And this year they lost seven games in a row to lose out of the playoffs. Like after they were seven and three, they were 94% chance to make the playoffs. You gave them a B after scoring 13 <laughs> offensive points against the Titans at home. Yeah, because they got a dub. I, I, I still think that's a little a little uh generous on your part. I think that's generous, man. He won the game, and he played okay. He's got to hit some. Generous. He's got to hit some throws, but that's it. What's up, baby? The chef is in the building. Oh. My guy, what Bring up, your, bro? Wow, he brought his own cone. He did. Oh shit, he really. Oh, he really had a roll. I know. <laughs> my guy. The chef, man, he's in the fucking Bartle studio right now. All right, Titans, what do you think the Titans got to do for the offseason? Because to me, it's pretty apparent. They got to win. They need to get a quarterback, and they need to get a wide receiver. They should be a team that should go after DeAndre Hopkins. No, because they don't have a quarterback. I'm saying if they get a quarterback. Who can they get? Could they get Rodgers? They could. That would be a really good destination for them. Could they get Derek Carr? You, You think Derek Carr can be the guy, the missing piece for them? I think they're looking for a missing piece. They're looking for the guy that can take him over the hump. Can well, Derek Carr do that? Mm, I mean, look, I, it's hard to say that. I mean, I think Derek Carr is better than uh, 
Ryan Tannehill by a Tannehill by a, had some pretty good years with the, with, with the Titans, though. He That's my he point. Did, and did. I think Derek Carr is more talented. So I think that Vrabel would be able to get more out of him. And, and yeah, I mean, that that's tough, man. I, that, that's I a, mean, do you think Derek Carr and Ryan Tannehill are the same tier player? I, I think Derek Carr is a little bit better, but I, I don't think it's way far off based off this year. I don't. Well, the guy had Devontae Adams. He had Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. I know they were hurt and they were missing. They also games. had Josh McDaniels. He, he also had, yeah, but he also had a, a a fucking running back who led the NFL in rushing and he still couldn't win. So that scares me too because you have Derrick Henry on the Titans. Titans can he get, win with Derrick Henry? Titans against Wentz. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. They really won't go anywhere. They'll, they'll be in rebuild mode. No, they no, 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 no. They'll be a 10. Tennessee oh. Titans, baby. That is ridiculous. Let's move on. Once would look excellent in that powder That's blue, baby. Ridiculous. I'm capping. I'm kidding. Before everybody gets on here and starts trashing me. <laughs> All right, guys, moving on. Uh, Patriots. I mean, I'm sorry. Bills beat the Patriots. I wrote that backwards. I, I got it. I already fixed it. Oh, thank you so much. Dude, opening kickoff. Psychotic and iconic. That's my shit. Opening kickoff. <laughs> opening kickoff taken to the house. That has to be a top. Two sports memory chilling of all time chills that was i legitimately got the chills when the red zone came on and scott hansen was uh said it and you just saw him running down the right sideline chills bro that was awesome that was amazing the whole stadium was 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 cheering i think everybody it was a it was a moment of everybody getting together man like that was beautiful that was the first time in a great. long time that like demar hamlin said race religion color None of that mattered. Sports is just beautiful, sports man. Sports brings it's, people together. It does, I mean, look, it makes people... Here's the thing. You can have a lot of fun with sports. They do bring people together, and you could debate them and have fun. But at the end of the day, you've played sports, I've played sports. Anybody that plays sports knows. It's it's a, it's a little family. It's the best thing in the world. It like is. From your childhood, what do you miss the most? I miss going and playing baseball. Yeah. I miss getting in the car with my mom and going to, and going to my games. I miss the pregame speeches. Yeah. Well, pregame speeches were fun too. I miss that man. Yeah. They were heat. I wish we had Dan Campbell. Running hills, watching tape. That's the best. <laughs> Those are the best memories because you're with your boys. You're all trying to achieve the same goal. You all have a common goal. You want to get to the championship. That's that's a that's a brotherhood, man. That's that's what the NFL represents. And that was a beautiful, a beautiful way to start that game. That is uh, that was seriously one of the most bone chilling things I've ever seen. I had amazing. chills like run down my whole body. The crazy thing is, is the Bills haven't had a kickoff return in three years and three, three days. Months. Yep. That was I read amazing. that too. That was amazing. I got the chills right now, man. That's fucking I awesome. I know. After hearing that, maybe I'm not an atheist anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wild. We'll see. I'll, I'll let you guys know in episode 135 tomorrow. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, they, what's up? You're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> the Bills are the second seed now. Do you think they're a lock to win it all? Not a lock, but they they are. In my opinion, if if they lose, if they don't go, if they don't make the AFC Championship game, that is the biggest disappointment, and they completely choked. This I think is Super Bowl, but I'm on the same way. Like, but I think they got to make the Super well, Bowl. Look, it's their time. They've never been to the AFC the AFC Championship game. To get there, you took a step above. But with this talent of a quarterback that I preach, wait, did Josh Allen make it to the AFC Championship game? No, he did not. They lost in the divisional round to the Chiefs last year. That's why I thought it was. But I think the year before that, they may have against the Chiefs. Was it, Chef? You know that. Has Josh Allen been to a conference championship? He might. I think he might have been two years ago, and I might have missed that because I know it. Obviously, they didn't last year because of the Bengals and the Chiefs. But the year before that, he might have made an AFC conference game against the against the uh, Chiefs. Yeah, he did. Actually, he did. It was, he was in there. 2020. Yep. So they have to go to the. It was the COVID year. Yeah, that's why I thought he did. I yeah. thought he. That's that's why he doesn't get much flack because he's been to a big game before. I'm you with know you. What I mean? Yeah. Like whereas Lamar Jackson. 
He's never you been can, there. He's never been. He's there. got the MVP. MVP, which is great. It's a regular season. I'll award. take the AFC Championship game. A one hundred percent. I would too. Any day of the week because that's experience and that's 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 it's showing necessary. the ceiling. The ceiling of a quarterback of of of, of a young guy like him. Correct. Twenty six years old. Already been to an AFC Championship <laughs> game. But this is the. You're right. It's Super Bowl or bust for this team. It has to be. And um, I don't think they're all lock. The Bengals are probably the best team in the AFC, uh, along with the Chiefs. Those two are neck and neck, the Chiefs and the Bengals. But the Bengals are really impressive. You know what sucks? The Bengals and the Bills are going to play in the second round. Uh, and that's going to be a bloodbath. Wow. That's going to be awesome. That would, we're going to have a lot of fun. I know, I know. Yeah. But like, it sucks if the because Bills win, if they if they take care of business, because the weird thing is Cincinnati already played the Ravens last week. Now they got yeah. playing again. That's scary. And apparently Lamar's not might not be playing. The yeah. opening line seven. Well, why would you play? Did you get the bag? I told. I, well, I've been saying that. I said he should have sat out the rest of the season. You saw it before. He didn't get the bag, bro. Why would I risk my body when I should be getting paid? I agree. I, if you paid me, I'll risk my body, but I'm not going to risk injury because if he gets hurt in that game, he just lost two hundred million dollars. They don't want to pay him when he's healthy. They're going to pay him when he's injured. Correct. Now you kind of run into the Dak Prescott situation. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You Although Dak that. Prescott got his money, good yeah, for him. But there um, would be bad blood. I don't think they're a lock to win it all. I think whoever wins the game between them and the, uh, if the Bengals win, I think they get to the the, the title, the the Super Bowl. But I don't know if they can. That's going to be a really tough game for them. And that that like the second round of the AFC is going to be amazing because you'll have the Chiefs playing. The, who the, do you know who the Chiefs will play off the top of your head? I don't. I don't remember. Um, but either way, they will play the Chargers or Jaguars, which would be awesome. I hope it's the Chargers. That would be awesome too. But I just like for me with that, I don't think there. There's no locks. There's no locks. The Bills need to make it to the Super Bowl though, or this season was a waste. I completely agree. It's Super Bowl or bust for this team. They're too talented of a roster. Everything that happened and transpired, it's almost like it came you know, full circle for them. This is like their year. It feels like that. Where do you now to switch gears a little bit? Where do you think the Patriots go from here? Uh, they have a, I think they have 54 million in cap space next year. They have a lot of cap space. I got a lot of needs for them, man. Offensive coordinator is number one. They should probably hire Cliff Kingsbury. Um, he has, um, some roots in new England. He'd been, he was drafted there back in 2003 in the sixth round. Well, he need to water his roots. Well, there you go. But he's a he's an excellent he's an excellent offensive mind. I think he would fit really well with the Patriots. What you don't think he is? He, I mean, come on. The Cardinals' offense was pretty good when he when he took over. I mean, it, it equated it to was. a twenty-eight and thirty-one record. I, I get no, it. I'm with you. I but actually their offense would be, their their scheme was pretty decent. I actually think that would be a great landing spot for him. It would. I really do. If he stays in the NFL. I think the Patriots would be a perfect landing spot for him. Yeah, because he would he ain't gonna have that quarterback to nab on him all the time. He's got Belichick there. He's he's a kind of a structure guy. He'll he'll, he'll make sure everybody's in line and none and no rifts getting between the quarterback and the offensive coordinator. I like that as a landing spot for him. Uh Bill O'Brien also could be a landing spot for him. I'm, look, I, I know contrary to how it went down at the end of the Texans, Bill O'Brien had good years in in, yeah. in Houston. And that's, not for nothing. That's something we got to talk about, too. That's, that's, that's a fact. Bill O'Brien was a good head coach. Bill O'Brien got lost when he started becoming the GM. Correct. And, again, this goes back to the Deshaun Watson argument that I have so many times. That 24-0 to blown lead that just miraculously never gets talked about anymore, they talk about Bill O'Brien with it. They don't talk about Deshaun Watson with it. And I never understood that. But Bill O'Brien was good as a head coach. They got messed up when he became the the GM and started trading Laramie Tunzel for or whatever it was for like David Johnson. DeAndre Hopkins was the trade. 
DeAndre Hopkins for for David Johnson for David Johnson, <laughs> a washed up old ass David Johnson like, like a, he was in his prime. Like it was fantasy. <laughs> I, I I just that was the downfall then. Um, but for me with the Patriots, they need an offensive coordinator. They need that's number one offensive coordinator. I don't know if they need a quarterback because I think Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones can play a little bit, but he regressed because he had a he had a putrid offensive mind yeah no i totally agree um but yeah no the they need an offensive coordinator they need wide receivers they need wide receivers bro i mean you cannot go into the season with Devonte parker as your number one wide receiver <laughs> and tyquan thornton he might be a good three, a good three uh you know uh wide receiver number three along with jacoby myers i would put myers in the slot or go out and go get a renfro what about d hop d hop would fit fantastic with new england he loves belichick too they and had a conversation what about the cliff year. because you know what else is crazy about this we're, we're going to talk about that we'll go to it in a minute d hop there would fit great absolutely that's that's that that's a landing spot i could see him going and i think that they, they would make the move they need it yeah but d hop i feel like is d hop he's at to the point in his career where he he wants to win a super bowl he wants to go to the playoffs he wants to compete well look that defense pay, can do it they can and i believe it's an, I, aging, it's an aging defense though I said I think end. Mac Jones is mids, but not for nothing. Again, Mac Jones did decent this year. How many quarterbacks that aren't superstars would be able to win with that? Those, those wide receivers were terrible. He won the same amount of games as Aaron Rodgers. I know. I agree. He won eight games. They have they have a good running game. Rondre Stevenson in a harder Damian division. Harris. Yeah, they they have good running game. They have decent tight ends, Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry, which they don't use. They don't get them involved. They pay yeah. them all this money. They and involve them. Ramon J. Stevenson, I don't care who's watching it. He will be on my fantasy team next year. He's a beast. I'm going to come in last for a third straight time, but he's going to be on my fantasy roster next year. <laughs> you going to be wearing the romper again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Now. I, can't I can't wait. do that, man. That can't happen, bro. That can't happen. If I three-peat. Yeah, then you should bounce out the league, bro. I, I, I promise you. I promise I on everything. Yeah, I If would. I three-peat and last, it's over. Back-to-back back has already made me contemplate. But three-peating it. Yeah, if I'm the Pat Riley of of romper wearing to my, the neighborhood grill or the neighborhood bar, I will I will hang myself. That would be insane. Um. All right. Last thing. Do you think the that Mac Jones will be the quarterback for them next year? I th yeah. I I definitely think so. I I like Mac Jones. I think he could play. I think he's got some um something about him. The only thing I don't like about him, he's kind of like his little pissy attitude. Kind of he throws like temper tantrums on the on the bench a little bit sometimes. Like it, it, in a some baby call it way. Passion. Yeah, but the way he delivers he looks it, like it a just sissy. looks like a sissy. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't explain it. You know what I mean? But it looks like a legitimate temper. It doesn't look like an intense, like, what the fuck is going on? It right. looks like um, it's like he's throwing a, a temper tantrum. And he's not the guy to do that yet. He hasn't accomplished that much in his career. Yes, he's been to the playoffs, but he hasn't been the guy that won, you know, went to the AFC Championship game or whatever, or 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 been close to an MVP or offensive rookie of the year or whatever. But I just I I don't I don't I, I don't think they're gonna get away from Mac Jones. I think he is their their, their quarterback. Um I do have my concerns with them because the league is catching up to where it's gonna be a running style quarterback and yep. dual threat quarterback type of shit. Um I do see that league, the, the NFL is shifting towards that kind of player at, at the uh the quarterback position. But Mac Jones is is a really good quarterback, and I think he can improve if he can get an offensive coordinator and somebody to actually sit him down, teach him, give him weapons, and let him thrive and see what he, he can do. 
He reminds me of somebody like Kirk Cousins where he needs somebody to fully believe in him and mm -hmm. buy into him, and that can uplift him. Before we move on to our last topic, um, I want to say I I am 50-50 on if he'll be the quarterback because him and Belichick's relationship doesn't strike me as like they really love each other. Mm -mm. And you need that. Like when you see Sirianni and Hurts, you know they love each other. Right. When you see, you know, um, Mahomes and Andy, they love each other. Burrow and Zach Taylor, Allen and McDermott. Um, but I will say, do you think there's any chance that Aaron Rodgers could go there? Uh, they have the cap space that could do it. There's always a chance because Bill, I mean, how many years does he have left? That's my, that's my point though. What is Bill's window? It's, I mean, what? three, four years. He's 71, 71. I could probably see he probably coached till 75. So four years, four year window. Can you, if. Can Aaron Rodgers give you four more years? I don't know. But I don't know if Aaron Rodgers could take his coaching. The look that I saw. Yeah, that's true, too. But I feel like Aaron Rodgers would, would welcome that kind of coaching because he's never had that kind of coaching. Yeah, but he's a diva, dude. It's a different style of coach. That's true. I don't know if like, can he take Can he take throwing a dumb interception and getting ripped apart in a film study? I doubt that. Maybe, but I also don't see Bill Belichick allowing the quarterback to go on a podcast every single week and talk about games. And that's talk what about I'm saying. Shit. Yeah. Like, I don't see that fitting. Well, I actually, I disagree because he was letting Cam Newton be Cam wearing all those crazy outfits. Now, I know that's a little bit different, that's but different. he was letting Cam Newton be himself. Right. But they had no other choice. They had no quarterback. Brady left and they had nothing left. They had it. I mean, yeah, that that's was fair. like, that's uh, fair. of course, he, I'm going to let somebody be themselves because I don't have anything else. So who I have? Jared Stidham. I mean, he wasn't he, he was supposed to take over that job, but he just didn't. He got beat out by um, Cam Newton. And I think Mac was and Mac was there, too. Right. The first year. And no, then they cut him. They cut him. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just don't see Bill Belichick allowing that. And, and as the culture for New England, I don't see that. All right. All right, guys. Last topic before we get out of here. Our daily news topic. Mm. Psychotic and iconic. Cardinals fire Cliff Kingsbury. Good riddance. Good riddance is right. He never should have got the job in the first place. He had no qualifications. He had Patrick Mahomes looking like some shit at Texas Tech. However, now that they fire Cliff Kingsbury, now they're going to be trading D-Hop. So it's either one of two things. Either they're trying to get D-Hop's value because Kyler Murray won't be back next year and they're going to be bad, or Kyler Murray's an issue. I Do you think there's a rift between Kyler and DeAndre? Uh, not... Maybe not those two just personally, but I don't think that DeAndre Hopkins likes Kyler Murray's style. Cursing out the coach. Those two got into an argument on the sideline, too. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Is there a beef You see how you were just saying how Mac Jones hasn't accomplished anything yet? Neither has Kyler Murray. Well, Mac... And for Kyler Murray to go out there and scream at players and stuff like that, it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're not that guy. I say it, I said it. Last year, and I'll say it again, Kyler Murray is a great athlete and an average quarterback. I, I've always and and that. anybody that wants to try and debate me on that, bring up any goofy stat metric that you want, and I will show you. Well, he can't see over the line of scrimmage, fam. He, yeah, that's he number growing. one. Yeah, he's a lollipop kid. What he is is what he is. He's, he's not going to grow two more inches or five more inches. This is what you're getting. You're getting an athletic and, guy to make plays on his feet and scramble out and throw the ball deep. The fact that they're trying to trade DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> is puzzling to me because either that that report is fake 
or B, they're actually stupid because now they're giving Kyler Murray the say on the on the head coach. Yeah, on like, what planet? What? Who were you to dictate what who we who, who we hire as a coach? What have you accomplished? And now they want to get rid of DeAndre Hopkins, who was their best wide receiver after they let uh, Christian Kirk go in free agency the following year. To me, that doesn't make any sense. If you want to help your young quarterback, you keep those superstar wide receivers and help them build and grow and go get a, another head coach where he can work with Kyler Murray and to, to, to some capacity. Maybe Kyler Murray can't, he, he he's, he's hard to work with. Maybe he's one of those guys where you just, it's just not going to work out. That's ever. the vibe I he's get. Just, he's just all about himself. You talk about Patrick Peterson came out and said it uh, earlier this year. Kyler Murray is all about himself. Well, if that resonates throughout the entire locker room, this is the result you're going to get. You're going to get a losing season again, and then you're going to get another coach fired. That's my point. And then point. you're going to lose his opportunity for the future, which is not fair for that coach. So it's either they all buy in or the Cardinals need to figure out a way to get Kyler Murray off the team because if he is not the guy that could be the leader for your team, you are doing nothing but damage to your fracture. And your not franchise. for nothing, it still bothers me it's the whole thing with the contract with a studying hours. Like that that provision was put in there for a reason. You never heard that before. And that was put in there for a reason. I don't care what is you would never do that if you didn't have concerns oh, about no, it. No, no. No. No, none. None. That would never be in Brady's contract. Like when you when you unless put, it is. I mean, yeah. it could be in all NFL quarterbacks no, contract bro, no. as a stipulation nobody, for a guideline. Nobody I ever don't heard know of that. that. We don't know that. We don't look at the contracts. I don't know if that's the first time ever that happened. It was. You sure about that? Everybody on 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 uh on ESPN, on Fox, everybody was saying they never heard of a provision like that. Quarterbacks or was yeah. it or just the no the player? analyst, but they I mean I, they would know they've seen contracts for however long the NFL's been around, but Nick. A provision to study, you should do that. That's your job. Your job is to know study what defenses, football. yes, is study to know tape. what defenses they're going to be running. Yeah. To help your offense succeed on that Sunday. I totally agree with you. All right. Texans lose the first overall pick. I told you to the Bears by losing to the Colts. I told you about this game. And then they fire Lovey Smith. I knew about this game, bro. This is like, yeah. I mean, look, do you think he got fired because they won? Yes. I beg to differ. I think he was already on the way out. I think he was, and I think, uh, look, I this think it could have been a conversation. This is, a, this is a fuck you to the Texans. I though. think it could have been a conversation that they had after the season, but when they won that game, he sealed his fate. There was, that made no sense for that organization. Now you lost your chance at CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. Your choice. I don't know which one they like, but you could have had a quarterback, and now you can't because the Bears can stay put or the Bears can trade out of that and get a hole and rebuild the team around them. They can get themselves a nice, a nice wide receiver. They can trade picks to get that for just to help Justin Fields, help the offensive line, help some defensive pieces. Pieces. You can do that now if you're the Bears. The Bears aren't. I don't think the Bears are keeping that pick. I don't think they should. I think Justin Fields showed enough. It's just again, the Chase K Claypool bullshit. Oh, Got here trading second rounders for Chase Claypool. That's insane. But I'm saying. You can now build. And now what team's going to leapfrog them? A team that needs a quarterback probably because you know the, the Texans are taking a quarterback. The best scenario. That is organizational incompetence. The best scenario is that Chicago remains at the pick. I don't think it's going to happen. They already have their franchise quarterback. This is where they could stockpile picks, go get the, you know, go get some superstar wide receivers like you mentioned. Um, you know, and even some some pieces around them, maybe offensive line help. He needs offensive line help yeah. and he needs a wide receiver. That would be a great guess. I know we keep saying this. I said this is my third time. That would be a, a place that they could trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Trade back. Get Andrea. Justin Fields a star. 
Yeah. Get him a star wide receiver that he can throw the he can throw it up to. He can throw fades to. He can throw go routes. Get somebody for Justin Fields, and then you can learn: is he just a runner or can he be a passer? I agree. That's that's totally. I, I totally agree. I just I I feel like he was already on the way out. The Texans are just a garbage franchise. They they fired back to back head coaches in uh, back to back years. That's that's not uh, stability. There's no continuity there. They're always they're always imploding that team. Um, not not to say they should have kept Lovey Smith, but at the same time, it's like you don't have any. You have nothing there that's 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 stabilizing for that franchise. They need a quarterback. They need a head coach. They need wide receivers. They need they need players, bro. They need defense. They just need help all around the board. But the Texans do have a lot of draft picks. They do. They have two in the first round this year and two in next year. Yeah. So there is help on the. They way. got a hit. They got to hit. They have to. They got to get at least one they, they, yeah, of I them totally, first round. That I, they got to get the quarterback, especially if you don't have a quarterback, you have nothing. Yeah. You know, Um. but I knew they were going to win this game. This is such a, a regular thing for the Texans. They lose every That's a single, Texans thing. They lose every fucking game. But when the game matters the most for when they when they need to lose, they win. Yeah, that was like classic Texans, bro. Last one before we get out of here. Which head coach job do you think is the best available right now? The Cardinals, the Texans, the Colts, the Panthers, the Broncos, or possibly the Rams? Well, the Cardinals, I don't want anything to do with Kyler Murray, and especially if they're going to trade DeAndre Hopkins. So that's off my list. The Colts, I want nothing to do with that franchise. I, I feel like Jim Ursay has too much say. He just, I don't know. I feel like he's too involved. He's a cokehead. Yes. Panthers could be interesting if they can get a quarterback. Agreed. Um, Broncos, do if I'm a coach, do I want to take the risk of risking my career as a head coach with an aging Russell Wilson? Oh, hell no. Okay, there you go. Rams. I call him the Bronc nose. Okay. <laughs> the Rams, they're 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 in for a long, long rebuild because they have no draft picks. Um, once once Stafford goes, they don't have a quarterback. And, huh? Well, oh, wait, we got, got 17. We got seven. What's his name? What's his name? You tell me. The Bake Show. The Bake Show. Okay. Thank well, you. L- listen, but then Aaron Donald's going to retire. They got they got aging stars on that team. Jalen Ramsey's tied up for a long contract, and you know he's he had him. He, he didn't play his best his best ball this year, and so for me, I'm going to go through the through the list again. The Texans are the most intriguing team. Why? The only thing that scares me is I don't know if they if if the the GM is um, loyal enough for me to have a bad season, but still rebuild for the next season. When you draft a quarterback, you know, if they draft a quarterback number two overall, which they probably will, most likely will, then if if you're going to fire me after one year, then what we, we're never going to build anything in Houston. So, but I will say the Texans, the Texans have the best, had to have the best chances of a quarterback. Um, they have 11, 11 draft picks. Um, uh, next year, and um, I mean, yeah, this year in the draft, and they have eight next year with two first. So they are the best team for a head coach to come in and completely revamp that team and make it his roster, his team. All, all what he believes in and who he can draft is on this roster. He got the quarterback and any other piece you can get through the draft. That would be the, that would be the best destination, in my opinion. I would go with the Texans. Crazy as, as, as it sounds, it's, it sounds nuts. Yeah, I think but, for me, it's the Panthers. Okay. I, like the Panthers, they they their draft picks are intact. Their roster's not bad. Deontay Foreman can run. DJ DJ Moore can play. Their defense is all right. They got uh, uh, J.C. Horn as their corner. Brian he's Burns, a, you know he's a stud. Brian Burns. I think it would be the Panthers. I I, can't. I really do. Now look, the Texans. You do make it. Uh, you do make an enticing case because it's like 
I know what you're saying. It's just they have just been. It's the Texans. I I look. I I get it. But they do have a lot of draft picks because of because of Demasus. Exactly right. Exactly right. So to me, that's in, that's intriguing because a head coach can put his fine print on that team and name it his team, right? But the Panthers, you definitely make a compelling argument. They have a pretty pretty solid defense. Um, they're just missing that quarterback. You're absolutely right. Um, but it, it seemed like last year during the trade deadline, they were on the fire sale. They got rid of Christian McCaffrey, and it looked like they were just ready to completely rebuild that entire franchise. Yeah, until Steve Wilkes and Sam Darnold started clicking. Which Steve Wilkes should probably be be the uh, the head coach. They play hard for him. I, I, I mean, totally to get that agree. team to seven wins is impressive, too. And, and they were up 14 nothing against the Bucs. In that, in that win yep. or go home game. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, that, that's a compelling case. But my answer would be the Texans. Phil, hit it. Yeah. Oh. Man, yeah, my bad. I couldn't type it. I forgot. So, yep. That was a fantastic episode. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. I know. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Uh, we will be live tomorrow at 8 p.m., not on Thursday. Uh, so, tomorrow at 8 p.m., Thank you to everybody that was commenting and all that we got stuff. A special guest tomorrow too. Oh, we do. Our friend Spanos. He is a Cowboys fan. Cowboys fan, but an, also a fantasy football guru. And he's a, he's a rational Cowboys beast. Fan. Beast at fantasy. Yeah, that's my guy. Take man. it away, dear. You guys will enjoy that episode tomorrow night. So, you know, be sure to tune in. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell on YouTube. We're also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys tomorrow night at PNI, baby.